0: It was literally, it was making me physically and mentally sick. Like I wasn't, I was so unwell where like I thought everybody and everything was coming.
1: Welcome back to the Late Podcast. Uh, I'm here with... Mr. Chance, yeah. (laughs) I I met you a long time ago, it was was a hot minute ago.
0: Man, it was quite a few years ago, back when the car scene was kind of really thriving uptown and stuff, the good old days.
1: Yeah, Yeah. you had a, what was it, a Skyline?
0: Yeah, an R33 GTR, and uh, yeah, I miss the car, I miss those times and everything like that, but I just, I need a little bit of a change, so... (sighs)
1: Now you're into trucks and stuff. That's what you're, you're cruising in now.
0: Yeah, I've got an old old 1996 Dodge Cummins um, that I'm currently getting restored. It's actually getting sprayed probably right now as we speak. So it's been a, been a long process, you know. But uh, I like the truck stuff. That's what I grew up in as a kid. So it's literally the exact same truck I used to drive around with my dad in when I was a little kid. I used to sit in the middle and shift it and stuff for him. That's cool.
1: Yeah. So, so. it's kind of sentimental, really. It, it yeah. is. And
0: I regret selling the one that he had because I got. it it and then it just i ended up selling it and buying an r32 GTST skyline mm-hmm. and uh, i wish i never did <laughs> <laughs> so, one of them things right yeah hindsight yep.
1: 2020 yeah that's what they say yep. i just noticed though you got the you got a gym right Yep. and i just noticed your hat and your shirt yep that's pretty cool
0: yeah i uh i have a few hats this is the last flat beak that i have but uh I did. I do up merch every now and again and stuff like that just for clients and family or friends and stuff like that. Um, there's a website that I've been using that's super helpful. you probably heard of it, Printful.com, yeah. and yeah. that's just where I've been doing all my stuff on
1: there. So. They're really good, too, because like I used them a few times when I had brands and they're stuff they're quick oh man they're on top super
0: of it. quick super quick pretty good selection too and like affordable pricing to be honest so it's been great i'm actually designing some stuff for my sister's horseback merch for her right now too oh that's kind of cool so it's been it's been fun so yeah what are you using to design on like man i just use the programs that they have on their
1: website okay so like, you go right on and yeah uh,
0: like if i honestly i need to invest and get like an actual like edit like a program like adobe photoshop or something Mm -hmm. like that so i can actually make my own like proper templates and stuff like that but the site is like really good for free like you can buy like a premium like membership or whatever but i haven't even done that and i've like because it's
1: been plenty the free one's enough really i've never bought it (laughs) yeah it's been excellent so (laughs) that's good stuff um so it's crazy uh i recently came back to christ and we like we knew each other a little bit back in the day and I, was, I wasn't a Christian. I don't know if you were then.
0: I would say I kind of started – I fell away when I was 15. I kind of left church, and yeah. that's when I started, I'd say, well, back,
1: started backsliding, so, Okay, yeah. 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 And then, well, it was crazy because I was posting stuff on Instagram, and you responded to something, and you're like, oh, this is cool. And then yeah. I was like, wait, is Chance, is Chance, is Chance yeah. a Christian? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, freak, he is. I was like, this is cool. And I think that's what's scary for a lot of people, I think, is like the whole coming back to faith. And finding friends that suit that kind of lifestyle. Because it's it's very slim.
0: It's very slim. And I, I'm going to be honest. You are the only person my age that I even know. Other than really? my wife. Um, it's like you see, I see a lot of stuff online, you know, people and stuff like that it seems to be quite big with the young people being, you know, followers of Christ and stuff like that, but you don't really see much, um, around locally and stuff. So when I found out included in that you were, it really, it really made me happy. Cause like, man, like this is somebody else I'm gonna be able mm-hmm. to connect with and get together with and fellowship with in the future. So I was super, super stoked to see, yeah. to see that. And
1: I was excited too. Cause it was like, it's just always cool seeing people, like, respond to things and, like, you're finding, you know, that they're Christians. That's that's a big thing. Yeah. And like you said, I know a few people my age, but not a lot. It's very slim. Um, and like you said online, it's crazy.
0: It seems like it's everywhere. And, like, that's one thing that me and, me and Becky that I've been talking about a lot is, like, there's such an outpouring on there. But how come there isn't anything around here? And it kind of makes me wonder if it's because it's up to us, the Mm -hmm. young people that are already, you know, have that, that are doing what we're doing. If we're the ones that are supposed to start something and, and draw, start trying to draw in people. And I kind of feel like that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. So... We, me and my family have talked about getting together and doing some, like, fellowship nights and stuff like that, like, once a week. And if anybody like that I know we knew wanted to come, like, they're welcome to do that. I think that's kind of what it's coming down to
1: is yeah. going to be stuff like that now. So Drawing people out. And, like, um, recently, so everybody has sin that they struggle with, right? And lust has always been mine. Like, oh, dude. I think that's for everybody, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I uh, have this method, and I don't know if it's – practical or if it's the right way to do it but i've been going out okay so i don't drink or nothing. yeah yeah but i'll go to play pool or whatever yeah. where there's where there's a you know high chance of being like lustful thoughts. yeah and i'm like at the point now where i can sit there and see someone come in and it's like i don't really think oh well you know like oh dang you know what yeah, I mean? it's yeah. more like oh i kind of feel bad yeah like it kind of hurts and uh i every time i'm out i make it a point if someone's like talking to me about anything, like I used to shoot boudoir, right? So yeah, I, yeah. really last full. Yeah. But they'll be like, Oh, you still shoot photos? All this. Like, yeah, i yeah, shoot photos. I don't shoot boudoir no more. And they're like, why? It's like, because I, yep. you know, I almost yep. died and I came back to Christ <laughs> and, uh, I make it a point to like always bring it up because I heard a thing. And, uh, this is probably like, Oh, two weeks ago. I heard this. Uh, if you have a group of five people and you're, it's a friend group, right? And, you, you all die, and you're standing at the gates, and then, you know, they're like, why didn't you tell us, and you never told them? Because you have to live with that. Mm. You know what I mean? That's a very hard thing for you. You don't say anything, it's between you and God. If you say something, it's between them and God. Yeah. I, Man,
0: yeah, I know. I Yeah, I struggle with that, too. It's I've been praying for boldness and stuff like that, because even with my clients and stuff that I train, it's only only my family that are, are the believers, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Then everybody else, they're not on the same page, but they're open to mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just like, I was telling one of my clients a couple of weeks ago, I said, like, if I feel pressed to say something, I said, I'll say it. I said, but I'm not going to try and jam it down your throat. I said, but if I don't say what's on my heart and I feel to say, I said, I'm going to regret it. Yeah. I said, because like, and if it falls on deaf ears, so be it. But I said, but I could end up saying something that could just click and it could just change change your whole thought process and then open you up to, you know, the thought of Christ and, and, and taking that path and, and and going down it for yourself. So being bold is something that has been a struggle. I'm not someone that likes to talk a lot to people and stuff like that, but doing what I do for my line of work has really kind of helped me communicate and talk to people. And I've been coming out of my shell in that sense. So I want, you know, what you said like when you stand up there before him and it's like if you have people around you and you never witnessed to them or never talked about god like we are going to be held accountable for that and i that's like something that's been weighing on my heart heavy lately
1: yeah so. and it's one of the things that's just like like it is hard to <laughs> to get past it right it's a wall but that's what that's what satan does you know like he's he's a manipulator and everything right so like yeah. makes you think oh i can't do it but once you do it once or twice you're like oh this ain't that bad
0: well and to say if you get talking and you might be nervous but once you start getting the words out yeah i know if you've experienced <laughs> it it's almost yeah. like he kind of takes over and starts speaking through you then you start saying stuff you're like wow like did i did i actually say that 100 yeah and that's happened you know with me, me and my mom talking about stuff and, and and me and my wife too and it's just like you it's like well the spirit man comes out
1: and takes over 100 that's what it is Anne. and then um last night we went out me and my buddy and oh two of our buddy to my buddies and um he was he he drank a little bit that when we Mm. left and he was like oh i feel bad because he's a christian too right he's like really beating himself up and i just said to him i was like you know it's always going to happen like your sin's always going to be there and it's nothing you can be perfect from and i was like you can try to get away from it or whatever but you're not going to be able to and i had a good chat with him just about like being able to deal with it because mm. i don't know how to how did he say it he said i will or I, I knowingly did it you mm. know what i mean and it's like there's a difference between doing it on accident yeah. or whatever yeah. he's like i know it's not right and it's like i still did it i was like that's that's fine like you just repent to yeah. it and, and yeah. you know try to stay away yeah. from it and uh it's like one of them things when people talk about it you know like you see videos about it it's like oh i'm i'm gonna sin but I'm just going to repent later. Mm. It's like, no, you can't have that mindset going through it. Right. It's more like I repented. And if it happens, then, you know, I'm going to repent, but I'm going to try to steer away from it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle for a lot of people. And he's only young. He's like 21, no 20. He's super young. So yeah. he's
0: right at that age where like, you're, you know, you're just being of age to go out to the bars and drink. You're kind of getting exposed to all that stuff. Yeah. And it starts tug. It's a man. I, I,
1: yeah I can relate hundred <laughs> percent and it's like i I uh, I go out with them and stuff just to kind of like be there to you know try to help them yeah but you only can help someone so much right it's a lot of them their selves that have to be yeah stuff. yeah for sure but um no that's I want to hear your testimony because like we were talking about this and you said it's crazy and it's good um and I'm always interested in people I don't know maybe it's I'm too uh what's the word I always want to know. Like, about people? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, I'm a very, like... Like, I don't want to say I want to know everything, because I don't want to know everything. (laughs) But I'm a very curious person. I guess that'd be the word.
0: (sighs) Where do you want me to start? At the very (laughs) beginning? Or do you want me to start with them when I came back
1: to Christ, I guess? I guess you could kind of work backwards, like, talking about, like, the turning point for you to come back, right? Because that's a huge thing for me, is, like, almost dying was what did it for me, right? Well, so... I guess when I had moved out from home,
0: I was 18 got I, was, I lived right down the road here right on Union Street and stuff for like eight years yeah and uh, I lived by myself for most of the time with and I had an ex-girlfriend like we moved in together and stuff like that and then when she moved out, um, I just everything kind of went like south. I was just I started hanging out with old people that I used to hang out with but I never really like knew them like what they were into and stuff like at like years after till like I started really hanging out with them and uh, I guess what kind of really set it off was I, I got into doing coke like I got yeah. I got like I developed like a big coke addiction for a solid three years um, I started hanging around people I had no business hanging around with places I had no business being at And it was, it was literally, it was making me physically and mentally sick. Like, I wasn't, I was so unwell where, like, I thought everybody and everything was coming after me. Mm -hmm. I was constantly paranoid, like, constantly. I wasn't, I was just, I ended up just not being able to go to work some days and stuff like that. I couldn't get along with my father, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, I, I just... I remember, like, so many times where I would just go on a bender for, like, a couple of days, and you would be coming down, and he'd just have that super horrible feeling of, like, just, like, what am I doing, like, to just regret, you know, mm-hmm. and, like... And I I, I felt like, you know, a few times I thought I was going to have a heart attack, you know, and stuff like that. And I was like, man, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to die. Like, what am I doing? And I would always find myself, like, crying to God, like, 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 please, like, help me. Like, don't let me die. Like, I won't do this again. And then I would find myself, you know, a week Mm -hmm. later doing it again. So it was like, I had to come to the decision where I just had to isolate myself from everybody i basically went ghost for like a year mm-hmm. and just cut everybody out of my life that was still doing that stuff and like people were like what are you doing i was like I, guys like i said like i just i gotta get my life together like this is not good and uh so we can fast forward from i don't know let's say when i was 23 to 24 i'm 29 now it was bad bad stretch from like 20 23 to I want to say 27 and then when I uh right before I met my current wife well my wife I uh I got sober and I was about four months sober or whatever when I met her and we just started hanging out you know and stuff like that I didn't really expect a relationship to go to but we clicked And, and believe it or not it was I don't really know if I should say this I want to get your podcast banned but it was like on the pizzagate stuff and the pedophilia stuff that was going on that we really clicked and we had a passion for the children and stuff like that, for everything that was going on. So she wasn't really a believer. She was into like some new agey stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I just, when I moved out of my old place, I uh, I started seeking the Lord. I found a, a program from my parents online um, called The 11th Hour Program with Robin Bullock. And I just... I just started watching that every single tuesday and it just really i was like i just started getting drawn back in it's like yes like i like I missed this like this is what i was missing and i just slowly little by little like when he when you when he, when he comes into anybody's life even like a new believer or someone that's backslidden when she comes back in he'll clean you up little by little mm-hmm. it's not just like a whole like instantaneous thing so i just i kept doing that and then Listening to that that program every single Tuesday for for two hours that it was on, and then we, uh, I I started you know like witnessing to my life, my wife and stuff like that. My girl, well, she was my fiance then, and uh, kept. Pre- <laughs> oh, it's talking about. And lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High
1: because he's kind to the
0: ungrateful and with chapter six verse 35 nip. man <laughs> wow that's kind of you,
1: you, you seen what i did i just picked my phone that is trippy it
0: yeah it is wow
1: that's um the-
0: <laughs> oh jeez. wow so yeah so i kept praying for her kept pressing in just kept interceding for her and stuff because she wasn't really on board with where i was at mm-hmm. and then um when I, right before we got married, she, she like, she gave her heart to the Lord. And when that happened, I was, I was, we started coming together. And then at my, that's when my walk with God really started to excel again. Mm -hmm. I was able to, I didn't feel like I had to be ashamed or like hide, you know, what I, what, you know, how, what I really am. Cause I was never able to with anybody that i was with and in school i was never able to be myself like if i talked about god and stuff when i was younger i would get ridiculed for it. you know what it's like mm-hmm. like people if they're for it they're for it if they're not they they look at you like you're crazy yeah so there was a huge that was the life-changing thing was when she gave her heart to the lord and then i was able to just fully dive in with her and stuff like that then we started growing together and it's been like a roller coaster man like I'm not perfect. She's not perfect, but God is at the center of our lives, you know, and he's been able to, to help us work through anything that, you know, that was in our relationship and stuff like that. So I went from hardcore drugs, you know, and then really like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. I was in so many situations where like, I should be dead, mm-hmm. and I should have OD'd. I should have had a heart attack and stuff like that. But I had my parents constantly praying for me, and that was the big thing. You yeah. know, when you have people praying for you, like God can do well, he can do whatever. He can do anything. There's mm-hmm. no limit on what he can do. So being able to uh, link, become one with my wife, with the Lord, is what just excelled everything. And then it's been just like a whirlwind from there, man. Like just. She just got baptized recently, actually a few weeks ago. We did it in our backyard. My dad did it because he was ordained at the church that we used to go to and stuff. So yeah. it was really, it was a special moment. Like we did it right in our little mini pool. That's cool, you know. And uh, man, like it's been, it's been great. Like I apologize if it's if my timeline is all over the place. It's just there was so much, there was so much stuff, and some stuff I don't really want to get into on here because it was pretty, pretty serious that I was involved with. But man, like if it wasn't for my
1: parents praying for me Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be here yeah no (laughs) prayer honestly is like a shield really it's just it kind of goes over top of you and protects you right yeah and it's especially if it's like i put a thing up recently it was like uh talking about like sitting down and actually opening your heart and prayer praying right and some people don't do that and then prayers like they might reach they always reach but they some are stronger than the rest because you really are putting into it, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. crazy. You were talking about like how I have a photo here that I want to bring up. Um, yeah. You were talking about, um, like, right before you got married, she she came to Christ, mm. right? And it's crazy because I saw this thing, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. It, it's definitely him. He definitely <laughs> like he knows what we're going to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So I seen this thing, and I was like, I don't, I don't even have a, I don't feel like i need to screenshot this so i was like but i'm gonna bring it up maybe it will have something to do with the podcast yeah and it's a picture of it's kind of funny because it's ryan goslin from uh 21 pines and ryan goslin from um 20 uh what is it 2028 uh, yeah yeah blade runner and it's him at the bottom and then it's two different paths and it says on the bottom it proverbs 18:22. he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains f- f- uh favor uh from the lord right so like you saying that Jeez. She sent me that today too. Are you serious? Yeah, That's she th- sent
0: me that. Yeah, she she sent me that in my inbox on Instagram, and I looked at it. So
1: that just trips me out even more that you just. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I seen it, and I was like, I was like, man, I screenshot screenshot this. Yeah, because I follow a bunch of pages on Instagram, and yep. I see this stuff all the time. And I was like, that needs to be, you know. Yeah. No, yep. it's definitely him, man. And like, even just sitting here, when the friggin' <laughs> there's no coincidence. No. Like, there's there never is. Like, it
0: just man, like that's what it took place with your phone started going off about <laughs> that like that was
1: yeah so i have this app uh bible app and it tells me verses of the day yeah so that was the verse of the day and that was a i mean that's a pretty powerful verse yep. right there right yep um but yeah no it just straight up read the whole thing i don't know
0: well i call this what my wife started calling was the divine appointments. And I, made, <laughs> yeah. so like the day you had messaged me and you came out to my place, I felt like that was one of those things. Cause mm-hmm. that was the start of whatever's going to become of our friendship. I know like that mean I'm going to start hanging out with you because I don't have anybody mm-hmm. else my age to hang out with. And like, I, I need to be around godly people. Now, mind you, I have friends, you know, and stuff like that are, are good people, even though they're not Christians, but they're still not Christians. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to be around like-minded people to grow my faith, you
1: know, yeah. with
0: them within the Lord. So, yeah.
1: And yeah. I think uh, um, I think is it Becky? Okay, Becky or Rebecca's actually. Okay, yeah. Well, she posted something. Uh, it was a couple of days ago. It was about like um, finding friends and how you lose friends when yeah. you come to Christ. Yeah. So I messaged her about it, and I was like, "Oh, hey, look, you know." um you and Chance can come to this Bible study my bub- my yep. buddy's going to start yep. right and, and i think um like being like you said being around godly people is important because i might have stuff that will help you grow yep. but you might have stuff that will help me grow right yep. and i told Noah that last night when he was getting out of the car i was like maybe we can go you know down to the green later with uh, n- another buddy of ours that's christian right yeah. i was like maybe we just read bible you know a yeah. little bible study yeah. nothing, nothing crazy and i was like maybe me and meryl will learn something from you yep. or maybe you'll you know learn something from us oh, and okay. uh no recently <clears throat> kind of off topic or changed topics i guess um i've been having a lot of chats with people about like why they don't believe in christ and stuff um one of my coworkers, i had like a uh, pretty intense chat with She's like, I believe in a higher power, mm. but I don't know what it is. I don't have a name for it. I was like, okay, well, if you don't have a name for it, then is it really there for you? Because mm. you can't just have something and not be there. And then she was like, I don't believe in God, all this stuff. I was like, do you believe in the devil? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, what's the opposite of the devil? God. Mm. And I was like, do you believe in evil? She's like, yeah, what's the opposite of evil? Mm. Then she was trying to say, like, hev- or hell's like earth. Like yeah. We're in hell now. Yeah. It's like, if you think this is hell... <laughs> you're you're far far from what yeah, you think yeah yeah um but no just like what's your what's your thoughts on like, like with how do you deal with people like that how would you deal with people like that because i guess everybody deals with it differently right like well i have so
0: someone that i know we've had a very similar conversation he said i don't believe in god he said but i believe in a higher power and i never i didn't really know what to say back to it right because i I didn't want to be push pushy with them but i'm to the point now where it's like i have to i have to say it how Mm -hmm. it is because you what you said before like we're when we stand before him and there's people around us and we never said anything about god we never witnessed to them never even attempted to like that's been weighing on me so i think really everything that you had said if if you believe in one there's the opposite you can't just you can't just believe in one and
1: not have the other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Hmm. It's a hard one. It is hard. <laughs> it's one of them things that like, like you said, you don't want to step on people's toes. And one thing I've been starting to kind of just kind of go away with was I told my grandfather this the other day, I was like, there's three different type of people that, mm. you know, that will bring God up and yep. I, you know, try to help convert people. Yep. I don't like using the word convert, but that's technically what people oh, use. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you got the person that's going to do it nicely, right? They're going to yeah. tell you all the like lovey-dovey stuff, which there is. There's yep. lots of yep. it. They get the person that's just going to be like, you know, you should, you should trust it, faith. Then you get the person that's going to tell you facts. Yeah, and it's going to hurt. Yep, it does. And that's kind of what I'm like. You got to be blunt. Yeah, <laughs> you really yeah. do. Yeah. You really do. Yep. Recently, I've been like that. And uh, my grandfather's wife, she said to me the other day, because we were talking about Catholic and all the other different religions, and she was like, "You can't, you can't." judge other stuff. It says not to judge in the Bible. I was like, "Mm." well, it doesn't say not to judge in the Bible. It says Jesus will judge, Mm. but it does say that we have to hold people accountable to their sins. Yeah. What do people think that is judgment? Yeah. But it's not judgment. We're holding people accountable to bring them to Christ. Yeah. Right. So I told her that and, and she was like, okay, kind of makes sense. And then they got we got talking about angels and stuff like this. And like, Oh, do you think, you know, are your, uh, your family members are looking down at you? It's like, no, it says in the Bible that they're not. Once they're up there, they're up there. yeah because it says that we won't remember our earthly lives <laughs> right and there's like it, it's man it's a rabbit hole that leads to rabbit holes that I ne- leads there our- I
0: never even honestly I never knew that you just told me something that I didn't know.
1: yeah so like <laughs> in, it's crazy in the Bible it talks about like when we, when we get to heaven that we won't you know there will be no sorrow yeah how would there be no sorrow for remembering our earthly life? right there's lots of sorrow here yeah so you get up there we won't remember of it any of it and uh and uh, my grandfather was talking and they were we were talking about um praying to your like loved ones and it's like it's the same thing in catholic when they pray to mother mary it yeah. says in the bible you only pray to one guy <laughs> there's only one yeah. person you pray yeah. to and uh like like i said i'm not putting the catholic down i'm just stating facts yeah from christianity yeah. side point right and uh another thing too like you go to a funeral at christian uh catholic church right it's like they're praying that person into heaven yeah. it's like no it didn't work like that either you were saved or you're not saved yeah you die your your ticket's punched yeah you're done yeah <laughs> that's the
0: sad reality of it is there's no this is our only chance to make it right here on earth like, yeah. this is it and if we don't do that like you said this is our one-way shot you know to uh to make it right and uh I kind of wonder, because me and my mom, this is a side note, she she said something to me a while ago. She said, she said I feel like, and from what she was looking into, that it's possible that we have pos- might have been here before, but we had fallen. And this is why we are here, is to have another chance to make it right, to go up to heaven. I don't know how much truth there is to that i
1: mean if you dug deep into it you probably could find right like- well that's what
0: she was doing i and i believe i'm not 100 sure but i'm pretty sure it was from a man named zen garcia is mm-hmm. who where, the, where she was looking into that from and he's he's an older gentleman and stuff and very very knowledgeable but it kind of made sense because like if if that is the case like then we we fell you know like the angels up there was Certain they rebelled they fell they got cast down mm-hmm and they chose their way they wanted to be reprobates they wanted to do whatever they want to do you know and stuff like that and i feel like it's kind of similar with us we've been given a second chance
1: to 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 make it right or to not make it right yeah so no that yeah. makes sense and like like i said you it's one of them things like you probably could find it in the bible honestly um the bible's a a, a different book mm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. uh you can you can read it 50 times
0: And you get something out of it different every
1: single time. Yeah, meditation is key to it, too. Um, And I just started fasting, so, like, like spiritual fasting. Yep. And uh, I haven't experienced anything yet, and I haven't really, like, I mean, obviously, I say I haven't got anything out of it, but who knows? Like, there might have been something that has been done that I don't see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something that needed to be done, and it's done. Um, But, like, what everybody talks about is, like, seeing and feeling, you know, real, like, big things mm-hmm. i haven't experienced it but it's i'm not doing it to experience anything i'm doing it to get closer right and uh that's the key is like fasting on prayer or praying on while you're fasting yeah is super important and it's good for health yeah so i i might
0: i need to do the same thing and i like I use the excuse, Oh, like I'm going to feel like crap if I do it because I'm used to eating so much food. Cause of my, what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, but that's no excuse. Like I have to die to the flesh and I need to do that. And it was, it was, it was Becky that told me, you know, she went on a fast last week and she did her first, she did her first one for like the first time just for the one day, but yeah. still that's what she did. And she just pressed in, was reading her Bible like throughout the entire day and worshiping and stuff like that. And, uh, i mean jesus did it he fasted you 40 know 40 days and 40 yep. nights <laughs> yep and he was tempted yeah you know and everything else too so i uh that's something i need to do as well so hearing you say that that you started doing that and then she's doing it, it's like jeez i gotta get it together <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's uh it's it's hard um obviously like we're we're not capable to do 40 days and 40 nights because mm. we need water yeah yeah right yeah. so like i drink my water throughout yep. the day but and uh I tried adding, like, social media to it, so I used Facebook and Snapchat, right? I took them off.
0: Yeah. So I didn't use them for the day. It was the same with her. She just stayed right off the Instagram yeah. completely.
1: And see, like, I use Instagram for work, so it's like same, I really yeah. want to, but it's yeah. like I need to keep up on that work side of it. Yeah. Um, but maybe, you know, eventually maybe I'll be able to just be like, no social media, no device. Even if it was probably just
0: for, like, 24 hours, you know? Yeah. I'd, I'd be really curious because it's like our phones – it's like an interference between us, and I believe, and God, like all everything, like there's, if there's a frequency, everything electronic gives off a frequency. And I, I truly believe that the enemy uses frequency and can operate through, through all these devices mm-hmm. that we have. And so we have, it's way harder for us to be in tune with the Holy Spirit, in tune with God and hear him speaking because we're just constantly distracted with all these different frequencies that are going on and the enemy's just operating through them. So like, man, like the phones are dangerous. Yeah. Like super
1: dangerous. One crazy thing I've seen recently, you have an iPhone? Yes. Yeah. 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 What, what fruit did uh, Eve eat? Wasn't it an apple? It was an apple. And then you've got that. And it's a bit apple. Yep. Yep. (laughs) No, it's a... there's a lot of stuff, man, that's, like, when you – it's it's so in the open. Yeah, it is. But it's, like, we're just so trained to be, like, oh, that's just a coincidence. Yep. It's not real. Yep. No, that ain't a coincidence. No, it's not. 100%. They knew
0: what they were doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> one thing I bring up on here, like – and I probably might get in trouble for this, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Mm. Because, like, I think that's one thing I'm working on now is, like, the bluntness, right? Yeah. And uh, one thing we just got done with was June – which was uh, Pride Month, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. I don't know if you've seen the the whole thing where it's like, P R I D E M O N T H, right? And then you take away the P R I, you got M O or uh, mm. whatever. It's, mm-hmm. It says demon yeah. in the middle, right? Yep. So, hmm. um, and Pride is a huge sin. Yeah. Right. It's like one of the bigger ones. Um. Oh, that was a burp. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a burp and a hiccup. Oh, that's the worst. Um. But no, it's a, it's a scary thing, man. Like seeing. I don't know it's, it's, it's scary. well, man. When you
0: got Biden coming out saying like they've got the pride flag in between their flags and he's saying America's built on pride, man. I was listening to a, a podcast show that I actually so into called the American Vindicta Show. He's mm-hmm. super, super small following. He's got less than four thousand subscribers on YouTube. I want to send him to you later on, yeah, dude. Canada and America are in for judgment, mm-hmm. and and they were saying that one of the judgments that God will use is war. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, like this whole pride stuff, and I'm—it's a super touchy sub- subject, like all of this stuff. But again, like we kind of got to say it as it is. And I don't know if—if if I feel like it's almost too late that the judgment's already inbound, you know. And and it—it uh, it grieves me deeply when you see like there's a the huge attack on the kids, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody that's coming up um i was talking to my th- th- where i go to get my hair cut at the barber shop you know and the two guy, the owner they're not i don't believe they're christian at all but his daughter is four and she's getting ready to go to start a pre-k and he put her in the christian academy because nowhere else is safe yeah so you know it's it's stuff is bad when you've got like people that are not christians or follower of god wanting to put their children in christian schools because they're just terrified and of what's going on they feel helpless like they don't like there's feel like there's nothing that we can do yeah so again man like this this whole pride thing it's uh it's satanic it's evil like there's i'm like there's no way around it You know, and and they're destroying these children. It's like another form of depopulation because none of these people are going to be able to reproduce.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: You know, and, and I believe that it's part of the enemy's army for the end time that he's creating. Because when you think about it, like the Baphomet, what is the Baphomet? He's half male, half female, half animal, and they've got all these kids, you know, and, all, and
1: everybody's saying, "Well, you can be whatever you want." Yeah, and you got people saying, "I'm not, like identifying as yeah. animals, right?" Yeah,
0: you know, and then you get so it's just, anyways, like I could go on on, on
1: <laughs> about that, but yeah, it's I brought the topic up a few times on the podcast, and it's been all right, but mm. I've never brought up the whole the Pride demon thing, and uh, that was
0: alarming when I seen that exposed like that it's plain as day. Yeah. Can't really deny it.
1: No. It's like, there's no coincidence you put pride month together. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could have used a whole different word. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Um, and it's, it's, you know, and then
0: pride comes before the fall. So, and if you got America saying, this is what we're built on, I feel like the fall of America is right around the corner.
1: Yeah. And that's what we were talking about today. We were driving up the road to go get the drum set and stuff. And we were talking about, uh, um, like in the Bible, talks about like the military, Two, yep. two, two million you know men <laughs> military,
0: yeah, and that's for yep. the, yep. That's a thing you yep. have it, you know. And it's it's like, yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, Man. and you know, uh, I watched the movie Chosen. I don't know if you watched it. No, I've it's heard of it though. Super good. Yeah, super. I'll good. check it out. Um, but in it, Jesus uh, paid paid by played by um, Jonathan Rumi, He he always uses the word uh, the word soon, mm. right and. And I think it even says this in the Bible about, like, the word soon. Soon can mean, you know, when I walk outside. Yeah. Soon can mean five years from now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it in the sense of, like, okay, eternity (laughs) is a long time. Um, Saying soon is usually, like, something around the corner. Um, So, eternity is a long time. So, me saying soon can mean 500 years from now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very, very wide window. So no we're definitely in like i think it's it's end times for sure obviously and uh yeah some people say it's like end hour and i mean i could see it you know like it's and it's scary too because like what what i've been like what hits me hard and always has is the fact that if i'm trying to bring somebody to christ and they just don't want it Mm. but they're a loved one Mm. right that that hits me hard because it's like I know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I wish you did. And this person knows Christ. Like, they know, like, yep. they don't follow him, but yep. they, they know about it. Yeah. And my grandfather said the other day, we were talking about the Bible, and he said, uh, you know, it says in hell, or it says that hell will have different scales of torture. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the top one, like, the most torture is people that have, like, heard or accepted the word of Christ and turned away and stayed away or laughed at it or mocked it right and isn't
0: that like one of the biggest things is like denying christ isn't that like one of the worst so
1: blasphemy blasphemy yeah. is like the huge the most like whatever yeah. but um the unforgettable sin yeah um blasphemy to the holy spirit yeah um and then there's the if you deny me in public mm. i will deny you in front of my mm. father mm. right um obviously it's probably changed the words yeah. are a little different yeah. but yeah. um no it's it's And that's one thing when I first started to come back to Christ is, like, if I'm, you know, asked in public if I'm a Christian, I'm going to say, yeah, there's no, I'm not, I'm not whatever of it. yeah You know what I mean? Like, um, no, it is, it's hard. When someone says being Christian is easy, it's not.
0: It's really not. And for someone to say that Christian men are weak, it's, that's super false. Mm -hmm. It takes, it's, man, I'm telling you, the path to heaven is narrow, but hell will open you with wide open arms mm-hmm. like it's still so, it's so easy to go down that path and i've it's what's you know alarms me is there's gonna be a lot of people that have proclaimed to be christians but are i think are gonna be turned away and say well you knew who i was but i didn't know who you were yeah and and that like that hit me hard because i like i tried like i was always scared like am i gonna go to heaven am mm-hmm. i gonna go to heaven am i doing the right thing and it's just I had I overcame that I know where I'm gonna go I'm not perfect we're not perfect we're a constant work in progress till he takes us home mm-hmm. so I don't know man like <sighs> staying silent about it like if you it's not the way to go like if if someone like like you said if someone asks you like oh I'm a christian like i'm not I'm not scared to deny it. never was scared to deny it but more and more and more people are just they're like I don't know what to believe
1: mm-hmm
0: you know or like I don't know I believe in something in a higher power well I don't know guys like I don't know I got to do a better job of straight up like this moment right now of us talking is is making me realize that I have to do more to telling people about God that are in my life that are around me Mm because if I don't I'm going to be held accountable and I don't I don't want to hear why didn't you do that I want to hear well done faithful servant
1: yeah I want that's, to hear that. That's that's what we all want to hear, right? Yeah, and it's a hard thing to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's all good. Um, so I had the I had a question in my head, and then like I went over there to do that. Oh, it's all good. It'll come back to you. It's one of them things, but no. Um, I find like a lot of the times when I get into a situation where I have to talk, you know, like try to convert somebody nine times out of ten it's like i'll start into it with my knowledge and like you said you know we were saying earlier that he just takes over yeah and i find um sometimes it's like after it takes over then you try to think about what you said and you're like oh freak i forgot what i said yep. I'm like, was it? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah um but no there's a movie that's what i was gonna say there's a movie uh it's called the case of christ okay i don't know if you've seen it it's nope. really good it's on you have to rent it on youtube yeah but, yeah um it's about this guy. It's based on true story. He didn't believe in the Bible. He was a journalist and uh, his wife came to Christ and uh, he was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Mm. I'm going to make you come back to be an atheist, <laughs> right? And so he did all the research, everything. And uh, I think maybe it's because I'm biased because I am Christian. Yeah. But watching this movie and him going through all this stuff and it's all real. Like, you know, there's actual physical proof. But there was a guy died on a cross, crucified, yep. and then yep. he was rose. Yeah. Like they have 500 witnesses. Yeah. It's like, that's a big number. Yep. People are like, oh, well, you can't take that. You know, that's back in the day. What if they were lying? It's like, no, they, like, um, they died. Like, yeah. the apostles died yeah. carrying that name. Like, yeah. they're not going to carry that name and be like, oh, yeah, it's real, but you're going to kill me. I'm fine with it. Mm. They're going to, you know, they would try to yeah. stay alive. Yeah. But this movie, I watched it and I was like, like, if I can see this, that it's it's real, like, why can't anybody else? Like, um, it's just so plain. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, this happened, this happened, this happened. Well, there
0: must be something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Every, and, too, it's like, I guess what gets me is that people can put their faith or in these rocks or, like, crystals and stuff like that, but it's because it's something that's, like, they can physically grab. It's tangible, yeah. Yeah, but it's, like man like that stuff is nothing it's got nothing on what god can do like Mm -hmm. he can make he can appear to somebody he can make him he could show himself to somebody in some way like my it happened to my it's happened to my grandmother multiple times when her when my grandfather i never knew him because he passed away when my mom was like five years old okay um she had she's had the devil come and visit her and he said i got him and he told appeared in her room one night and then she had and and she knew like no like i don't accept that because he's a christian you know like you're a liar satan that's not so Mm -hmm. and she'd also have been visited by jesus and he had comforted her when the death of of her husband and uh man like and i can say like i can't say that i've ever had like a jesus encounter but i know like when i was a when I was a child, like I used to play hide and seek with the angels and stuff like that. And, and they were like, and they say, Oh, kids have an imagination. Well, kids are, there's nothing blocking. Like they're so, uh, spongy. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they can, they can sense stuff that us adults can't sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're just tapped. You're more in tune. Cause there's, you're not corrupted by stuff. You're very, you know, you're just, you're, I don't know, really know how to properly put it into words, but I've experienced stuff like that growing up and uh i know other people in my family have also had like some crazy encounters with with god and and different spiritual things too and he's very real like you know like if someone doesn't believe you know, I believe that they could call out and ask him, like, please, like, if, if you, cause if they're serious, you know, they could call and he would make himself known to them, whether yeah. they, whatever might not be a physical experience, like me and you sitting here talking, but I guarantee you, they would have some sort of experience. Like my wife did, like she, you know, one time when she was in the bath in the shower, you know, a lot of the time I've had that too, where God will talk to me, literally will speak to me or give things to me in the shower. Why? Because there's no distraction. There's mm-hmm. nothing. There's no electrical frequency. You're just in there and you can hear you're clear minded. Yeah. So, I mean, man, like he, if he will make himself known if a person wants him to.
1: Yeah. No, it could be, it could be audible. Like, yeah, it could be something like you actually hear, it could be a feeling, it could be sensation, anything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes that's you know, like a uh, Claudine, the girl I was talking to, yep. she said, she's like, well, if there's a God, why, why is all this bad happening and stuff? And it's like, you know, it's like I, I put it this way: If you're in a, in the ocean and you have someone that was like so bad to you, mm. that didn't talk to you, that made fun of you, that laughed at you, and they were drowning. Would you help them, mm. or would you say, "Oh, you know, like here's a life raft, but you got to swim to it"? <laughs> that swimming means you got to work to faith. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So there's a there's a savior there. It's just we got to want it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's always got his hand stretched out. We just got to stop being
1: stubborn and we just got to take that hand, take yeah. that help exactly no that's so true and i try to tell people that like people always like oh well if it's real then why is there so much bad in the world it's like because it's like it goes back to when eve ate an apple you know like she was she was the fall of
0: man from day one in the garden
1: yep and then i mean he tried to he tried to cleanse it with noah and yep that didn't you know really really work out i guess uh man i've uh yeah that's a
0: whole other can of worms that is because people say well didn't he wipe out everything well he did but i believe that some of these things might have went inside the earth or underground or whatever you want to call it you know and and like too, like i guess Every single generation, there's been a, an antichrist figure that has tried to come up and take over as well, mm-hmm. you know. And and like he, the devil, he's had this plan from day one. Oh no, hundred percent. And like we are at, we were where we're at right now because men haven't done. We haven't done our job to speak up, to voice right from wrong, and it's a big part of why where the world is in the state that it's at. You know, with the pride stuff, everything it's like being a bystander and not saying anything doesn't fix or do any good no, you're no. just as guilty as the people in my opinion that are pushing this garbage mm-hmm. and, and so if more people like us you know and, and whatnot and prayed for our leaders that's what needs to happen is that like there's doesn't seem like there's as many people crying out and, at, and you know, and, and getting on their knees and, and, and doing what we need to do, going to war, you know, in the in the throne room and, and interceding for, for our leaders and, and for the removal of people and, and stuff like that. Like, we are to blame. Unfortunately, we are responsible. We had a choice on what we could do, and the majority of the world chose what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. They said, nope. They took God out of the government, took God out of the schools, and then look where we're at.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's that's one thing I tell uh, a lot of people is like you know like people don't fear the Lord no more. No, they don't. It says in the Bible, it's like it's in Proverbs, uh, what is it like Proverbs one seven or something like that. It's like the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord, but fools despise wisdom. Yep, you know, and, and instruction, and this is so true. And that was the first verse I read after I came back to. Back to huh. to Christ, right? And I was like, at first when I first read it, I was like, okay, well, I got to be scared of this guy. And it's like I'm not scared of him, but I understand, I have fear. Yeah, being scared and fear, I I feel like are two different things. Yeah, and uh, just knowing what he can do <laughs> hmm. if he needs to, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I I agree though. Like they did take it all out, and it just kind of yeah, man, it's
0: ah, uh, it all. <laughs> it stems you know we have free will he gave us all free will and and uh i don't know man the time the clock is ticking down and i believe that he is on his way back mm-hmm. and it's just it could be you know like you said soon could be today could be next year could be 5 years we don't know but we do know that the where we're at and where every where the state of the world is at is how much more worse does it have to get? Mm-hmm. Because they say like, oh, it'll be like in the times, you know, just as bad as like back in like Noah's time or in, or in the Babylon and stuff like that. Well, in my opinion, it is just as bad or if not worse. Yeah.
1: It's just like, it's, how would you say it? It's, it's a different type of bad, right? Yeah. Like back then was like, they didn't have certain things. Mm-hmm. Like obviously they didn't have technology. Yeah. Um, and now it's so accessible to everything, yeah. right? Like, we know what's going on in ukraine like i can pick up my phone and find out in yep. like 10 seconds yep i think that's a, a huge thing too is having i don't think we're meant to to know everything no, well man. we're not right yep. and i feel like that's an over stimulant to our like our body and stuff yep. and uh that's just satan trying to plant things right you know yep. like hey look this look look you know all this stuff yeah um but kind of to hop a different topic sure um you sent me a podcast or a, a uh, an Instagram page recently when I was at your house. That, uh, what is it? Blurry Creatures? Blurry Creatures, yeah. Yeah, so I've... See, I've been trying to look into the Bible and, like, understand, like, Old Testament, right? Before, like, all the, the things that were out there. Yep. And, um, like, one thing that sticks to me is angels, okay? Mm. When I think of, like, before I was following Christ, like, heavily, I would think angels being like an angelic like mm-hmm. beautiful being and obviously the archangels are like yeah that's what they are yeah but then you have like these other angels that are supposed to be like spheres with eyes mm-hmm. and they're like seeing everything mm-hmm. right and some of that stuff it's it's scary yeah i mean it's supposed to be right? yeah and it's supposed to put fear in you um like have you dived in any of that like not just angels but i mean like any of the like the giants like things like Man. that
0: So, okay, so I guess this should have been in part of my testimony about coming back to Christ is my sister turned me on to that podcast. And I was, I'm super, super fascinated. Like, that's like what I call like my extracurricular for Bible stuff is the Giants and the Nephilim, all that stuff. Um, Man. (laughs) Genesis and then even like the book of Enoch, which I, I have a book of Enoch. I, I I tread lightly because, you know, like the, the Bible is number one, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of history and stuff that was not put like left out of the Bible that Enoch and, and those different books have that I think are really, really important. And I, in a way, I feel like they've kind of taken and removed stuff from the Bible so that well, we don't actually know the real history. We don't really know where we came from. We don't really know what was taking place, what actually was on the earth, what mm-hmm. still is on the earth. Because I believe that giants still exist. I believe that they're still here. I don't know if you ever heard about the story over in Afghanistan about years ago, like the mid-2000s, where these soldiers encountered one that like slaughtered most of their 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 crew that they were on and they took it down and they took it to base or whatever and did whatever with it. But that went around and there was major physical evidence and on that, that actually happened. I forget where you, what the
1: question that you'd ask me, my, what did you ask me? Again? Just the whole, like about the, I don't want to use the word creatures. And I obviously mm, they use, mm. but like you, you you've obviously dived into it <laughs> yeah i have and i believe
0: yeah. that there all this stuff is real and uh, most of the stuff that they say is fiction where did it, it had to come from somewhere mm-hmm. most science fiction or most fiction stuff is i believe there's well it's true most of it's true might not be to a t but yep like um giants are real i believe that we've got something i've been interested in lately because i've i never thought in a million years this is Sounds crazy, but it's the topic of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I from the research that I've looked into and my mom's looked into and and stuff is I believe that Bigfoot possibly was pre-Adamite or whatever you want to call it here before Adam or whatever. It's been here for a long, long, mm-hmm. long, long time. And the reason why I'm I'm bringing this topic up is because I looked into stuff before i've seen stuff on bigfoot never paid any mind to it well then within the last few months there's been some weird activity around my house Mm -hmm. i don't really tell anybody this because you don't want the wrong people getting and coming and doing stuff right Mm -hmm. so there was an there is still there is an archway that is formed by a bunch of trees in up along my, my driveway and it's not natural, and no person would be able to bend these trees into a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. You go looking further, there's all kinds of stuff like we found me and my mom and and Becky found footprints. and I know they big foot footprints. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this stuff is there. But it's like in a way where I feel like if sometimes if you start looking into these topics, yeah. I feel like it almost opens the door and starts, it's almost like a calling card it almost start drawing them. In. It's like, well, if you know that we exist, we're going to come I might, around.
1: I might show myself. Yes. That, yeah. And I
0: believe that's what started happening. Um, it's super crazy, man. Sometimes I'm going to take you up there. We're going to go for a walk and yeah. I'll show you all this stuff, but that stuff is very real you know the bible does talk about there being you know creatures or whatever you know and like demons and like stuff like that i believe are the disembodied spirits of giants that are roaming and whatnot and they need like a body or a vessel to 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 live inside of but like i i firmly believe that bigfoot is real i don't know if it's good or bad i believe that possibly they could choose like us who they want to serve because there's stories of them doing things that were good to help people and children and there's stuff of them doing horrendous things yeah you know and like like we we have free will i believe some of these things have free will too but we've been so suppressed and lied to about all this stuff that like when all this stuff starts happening and people start getting an explosion of these things people are not gonna be able to handle it
1: no and i think that's part of satan's you know Plan too, right? Is to make it like overwhelming,
0: yeah, and stuff like that. And like, they I'm pretty sure it says, you know, like men's hearts will fail them in the end when they start things start coming up upon the Mm -hmm. earth. Mm -hmm. So, like, all that stuff is real, I believe. That's just my opinion. People can do their own research and stuff and take their own rabbit holes, but I know, like, from listening to the Blurry Creatures podcast, where people started entertaining these thoughts or these subjects and then they started having things happen they started making themselves known because it's like it's a spiritual thing i believe like if you once you open that door and you're like okay well this stuff could be real or like this stuff is real it's like a calling card it just opens the door people start experiencing stuff myself included i've experienced all kinds of demonic things growing up like Mm
1: -hmm. it's so now like uh i had a, a chat the other day and we were talking about like spiritual warfare right? mm. okay um and i don't want to use the word realm but that's really the only way you can use it yeah so yep. like spirit realm yep. earth realm and yep. then like obviously yep. the higher power stuff right and uh i feel that like obviously we know that satan was an angel right and he was cast down yeah and he was an archangel yeah like he was he was he with was a top Mike. dog he was michael and gabriel yep. like with all them guys right and or all them angels. And uh, he was cast out. And I feel like you were saying like demons are like, you know, wandering things, right? Mm. See, I feel like demons are, are angels, like regular angels, that follow the same step as he did. Yep. And I feel like they're cast down. Yep. So, like, right now, there could straight, there there is, not there there could be, there is, like, straight up warfare. Oh, yeah. Happening, like, in front of us. Yeah. We just can't see it. Yep. Um, and in my mind, it's like that's it's what's the i don't want to sound like i'm trying to think of the right word to use <laughs> i always get like words that i know what i want to yep. say but it's like i don't want to say that yeah no it's i know else. what you mean it's it's scary i'll we'll just use that word Yeah, it's basic um but knowing that it's like actually happening and like it's going on and it's crazy stuff yep. so now like the spiritual warfare stuff like have you dived into that or like i have
0: dove into it um The thing is Is like We've been so Suppressed right And the church Has been super Suppressed too That spiritual warfare Is just as real As the physical warfare Mm -hmm. We've just been Trained not to Pay much mind to it Yeah Um it's and it's dangerous, like it's way more dangerous than the physical stuff because, like, a lot of these things have the capability of dipping out of our I don't know, right? The right words, but I'm gonna use our, our dimension or reality. Yeah, but they can go off, but they can have come at any time and stuff too. And it's it's very, 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 very serious. Um, spiritual warfare is not really something to be played with, and if like i would like to be able to get myself like doing into that but i need i know myself i'm not spiritually ready and up to par where i need to be to start going down that avenue if that makes Mm -hmm. any sort of sense
1: no i feel like it's going to be like if if you do decide to go down there i feel like it's going to be super hard on your spirit yeah like it's going to be something that's really going to take a toll and i don't think we're really meant to go down that area like I feel like that's something that happens. It's there. Yeah. We're really not supposed to know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um because there's a story in the Bible where I can't remember who it was, but he asked to see what the first thing you saw when you died was. Mm. And it was this like really inviting, awesome smelling, like really um like I guess we'll use the word handsome. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it was like a guy that just kind of invited you and accepted you. And then he was like, okay, well, I want to see what you see when you die as a, as a bad person. You know, this is dying as a good person. I want to see what you, when you go to hell. And it's like, you won't be able to handle it. You won't ever be able to go back from it. And uh, he said it was like a, a like a black figure. And it was just like stench. And it was just like, just wanted to grab you and take you. Yeah. And it was the scariest thing ever. And I can't remember where I seen that uh, or I read it somewhere. But I don't know how true that is, obviously, but that's just something that, like, was talked about. And
0: I've heard some near-death experience, like, stories and stuff online and people that have, have, you know, died and said that they have gone to hell or whatever or to, like, a holding place or whatever and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it sounds, like, man, like, it's terrifying when you think of it because, like, some people have gone the other way, you know, towards, like, the good, like, heaven-ish or whatever – And they got sent back because they're like, no, it's not your time. Mm -hmm. But, like, man, like, I would never want to experience that, you know, seeing even remotely seeing what hell would even be like. Because, like, it, you know, people, oh, like, it's, it's, people don't have a a proper conception, I don't know if that's the right word, of what eternity is. Because where we go, that's eternity. And it's hard to wrap your mind around eternity because it's, we, us as people we can't really wrap our minds It's forever
1: mm-hmm. so you think
0: about it, if you go to hell it's forever torture to like the fullest extent and I know people that have had that have died or, or like tried to commit suicide and have gone and then have come back and it's changed them mm-hmm. you know like the like and, and they and they were they were okay but they're like this like it's very 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 real and sometimes like for people if they're like they're not sure what to think just listen to somebody that's had one of those experiences where they might have passed away and they've gone and seen because like to someone unless you've experienced it yourself you're not going to understand but hearing somebody talk about it like it it kind of changes you,
1: changes your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm tell you right now, I don't want to go there. No. <laughs> and you, you were talking about like how we really can't understand eternity, right? And this yeah. is so true. And uh, like we have a hard time understanding hundred years. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Or a thousand years. A long years. time. Yeah. And just like there's no end. No. And um, I no, it's it's <laughs> it's a topic that is scary, like. And yeah, I know yeah. as Christians, it's supposed to be inviting and it is like, I'm excited for it. Like yeah. obviously, cause I know where I'm going to go. Yeah. You know, I'm excited for it, but it's, it's what I have to do here and what I don't, I haven't done yet. And it's like, I know I don't have enough time to do what I have to mm. do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what I need to do, there's never enough time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just pick away at what I can, like this podcast stuff. Um, like I'm starting to in, introduce more Christians based stuff. That's awesome. And, uh, I think that's one way of getting the word out there, right? Because yeah. people listen to these and and I have a good following, so it's like that people that follow me now maybe you'll convert people, you know. They'll that's what and, we can
0: hope and pray for.
1: Yeah. You know, the biggest thing I always think is like if I if I'm talking to you and there's a room full of people and I'm talking to you about Christ. Yeah. You know, I'm facing you, but these people might hear it, you know, mm. and they might they might think, "Okay, well that's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I'm going to look yeah. into it." Um, so planting the seed, right, is, is a big part.
0: That is super big. Like I said, if if I feel to say something to somebody and I say it and it just puts that in there, you know, or if it falls on deaf ears, so be it. But at least, you know, we listened, you know, mm-hmm. and attempted to plant good seed. And I think, like, making that effort is better than – it. well, it is better than not just staying silent and not doing anything. Yeah. Because that's what most people are doing. Most people are scared to say anything. They're scared to <laughs> – so, like, to be looked at or to be made fun of. Well, I'd rather be made fun of here than face, why didn't you do that? Yeah. It's just, that's how, like, basically we have, I try to look at it for myself. It's just, like, if I don't do it, the consequence of me not doing it mm-hmm. up there is going to be far worse than someone's getting saying, ridiculed. Yeah, some,
1: <laughs> Someone saying you're stupid. It's yeah. Like, it's like, I'll take that. Yep. You can call me stupid yep. all you want. Yeah. Um. So, do you, like... What was I going to say? It was like on the topic you were talking about, like, you know, the, I guess I can go over to the next topic. So do you find that like some people have trouble coming to Christ because of churches? Who so that was part of my,
0: why I backslid because I grew up in church. I went to church ever since I was a child. I was heavily active in the music, uh, worship part in church, playing guitar, playing drums, And then I got hurt from people in the church, Mm -hmm. you know, and like church is supposed to be very accepting, very, you know, they're supposed to be accepting, right? Not supposed to be judgmental. You're supposed to, you know, like just accept you as you are and you come and and he will clean you up and stuff like that. But when you've got people in church being not Christ-like, it really damages you. I know it damaged me and it makes me super nervous to want to step foot in a church and let my wife step foot in a church because especially after knowing what i know now mm-hmm. and a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on that's like not so like it's it's false doctrine or whatever you want to say and stuff like that it makes it harder because like i don't want something to taint my way of thinking or whatever like that so like i believe that we need fellowship we 100 need fellowship with other people and church is supposed to be that but like i believe that the enemy is kind of hijacked a lot of the churches a lot of the pastors and stuff like that and there's a lot of stuff going on that shouldn't be going on that's causing people to get hurt you know say if there's something going on it doesn't ever get addressed you know like mm-hmm. by the by the people that are leading it they just uh whatever just you know under the rug like yeah it doesn't do any good um so i know like myself like i when i got hurt from in the church, I just, I left and I never looked back and I, it made me bitter. Mm -hmm. It made me bitter. And I just started like, you know, like, like why, like, why? Like, this is not what people are supposed to be like, you know, like I never meant anything wrong. My intentions were always good. But then you get people that are in there and say jealous of like your gifts that the God, like one of the gifts that the Lord has given me is, is being... You know playing drums you know worshiping going to do spiritual warfare on the drums and mm-hmm. music right and then there was someone that got jealous, got upset you know and they just kept causing problems kept causing problems and nothing ever got dealt with so I just I left I couldn't handle it um and unfortunately I know my grandfather had gotten hurt because he used to act in church for the Easter plays and stuff yeah. like that and someone had did something to him he never went back. He's never, he never went back to church until like the last few years he's been going summers with my grandmother, which has been great. Um, but there's definitely, I'm not talking bad on church. We need church. And mm-hmm. if, if, if we find a church that is good, like you're going to one that is like, I need, I want to go and check it out myself, you know, and it's, we need that. Um, so like my advice to anybody is if you've ever been hurt in the past, you can't just say all churches are bad my wife has been saying this to me over and over you can't just say all churches are bad because you've experienced something from one place Mm -hmm. um you know so that's what i've got to say on that (laughs) no that's
1: that that was well said because uh that's like one thing i think a lot of people like i'm going to use uh first nations as an example right uh the catholic church was always like real bad Mm. to first nations and stuff and um whenever i talk about about christ or, or god or anything they're always like oh i don't go to churches well it's like you don't go to catholic church mm. you should go to like that like then again it always sounds like you're putting down another religion but you're not you're just stating facts right? yeah yeah and like it's sa- like it says in the bible hold people accountable for their sins hold yeah. things accountable for their sins um and i try to tell them that like you know christianity is a completely different thing you know we don't believe in just doing good it will get you to heaven yeah um it's it's a lot more (laughs) yeah i had a conversation with my massage therapist
0: wednesday and she's upc and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and she was saying that it's pretty heavy she was saying that like their pastor was preaching for the longest time that if you're not upc you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what if you're a Christian, what other denomination? Unless you are this, you're going to hell. So if people ask me, well, like what, like what? Denom- I say I'm not. I'm not of any denomination. Say I am a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm a son of God. I follow Jesus, and I just do my best to live my life for Him. And I don't put a, a, a like a label on my Christianity or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Just, I'm, a, I'm just a Christian. Yeah. So that's where a lot of people say oh you've got to be this you've got to be that no you don't have to what matters is is your relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. that's what truly matters not what church you go to not what denomination you are it's your relationship with him because my dad told me forever he's like, you need to go to church you need to go to church when I was you know what I mean mm-hmm. I said no I don't I said all that matters I said is my relationship with him and then I was able to learn so much more because the church that I went to, you know like it was there was a cap on stuff you know like they were pretty open about a lot of stuff but then i just i've learned more my relationship has gotten better with with god because i was just able to dive into the stuff that i needed to dive into and experience the stuff without having any one say well that's wrong yeah because there's a lot of that a lot of these places cherry pick they pick and choose what is right what is wrong but it's like if it's in the scripture it's in the scripture, and if it's not, it's not, so if it's in the Bible, I believe it if it's not, well then I don't know I don't really believe it, yeah,
1: so just again, like our walk with him is what matters most, yeah no, hundred percent, and uh one thing I find that i I can tell if it's a good church for me or not is if I go there at a first service that I'll ever go there right mm-hmm. and I'll sit down they'll start they'll start preaching and not, and if it's like spoken directly to me mm. <clears throat> like something i'm dealing with it's 100 percent where i need to be yeah because his oh why am i always way over here talking I'm so <laughs> far away <laughs> but no it, it's his his speaking through the pastor to yeah me, right yeah and that's that's how you know it's it's the right spot and uh there's a few churches that i've been to that has been like that and the pastures are really cool. Like, Devon Park is a really good place to go. Do I go there?
0: Is they, Do they still have the school there? Or so s-
1: the FCA is what it is now, and it's over where South Devon used to be.
0: Okay, because I went to Devon Park Christian School from kindergarten up to grade three.
1: Okay. So, like,
0: uh, I was, yeah. I. Wait, went, how old are you? I'm 29. We
1: might have been in kindergarten together. Man, that would have been something now. No, it, yeah. I, I guarantee I, we probably were. I went to kindergarten there. Wow. Um, yeah, and, uh, it was at the church. Yeah. Yeah. Downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. The hallway. And you would turn this way into the hall. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the reason I was taken out of there is because I didn't want to learn schoolwork. Okay. I just wanted to learn the Bible. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. No, like, chances are, we went to school together. Man,
0: man. It's that's, a small world.
1: That is. <laughs> oh, that's that's like such a, a weird thing, right? Like I didn't know you went there. Yeah. I so didn't up, know that up you up did am until either grade either, three. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people like you don't really kindergarten for me like i was only there in kindergarten so and then i went to the reserve and was on the reserve school for a while yeah, yeah. but uh no that's crazy though yeah i mean i yeah i went there
0: and uh then from grade three i got pulled out part way through then i i was homeschooled all the way up from grade three to grade seven and then i went to public school from grade seven on honestly i wish i never went to public school it's just i was i learned a lot better you know being homeschooled and stuff like that you weren't exposed to all the corruption and stuff too his life <laughs> oh man like i couldn't even imagine being a kid going to school now with all the stuff that's going on and
1: see that's i had someone on uh on a podcast recently uh, and he talked about that and he was like about being a kid nowadays in 2023 or even like at the age where you're starting to date and stuff Yeah, and uh a lot of it now is like this hookup culture thing right and it's like no one wants to date it's just like, oh, we'll just hook up. That's it. Yep. It's like, that's, see, uh, sexual immortality is like one of the, like, in my book, it's not the worst sin, but it's a super bad one because it's the only sin that you hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? You, yeah. I mean, all sins yep. hurt you, but yep. you're actually hurting your physical being. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I I don't know. It's it's a, it's a rough topic. Obviously, that one is because a lot of people are like, well, it's 2023. It's, it's, it's normal. Mm. Uh, it might be normal. But it doesn't it's, mean it's right, yeah, you know. And I, I mean,
0: know. I'm guilty of that, man. Like, I was, I was bad for that. Like, I struggled. Like, I was women crazy when mm-hmm. I was younger and stuff like that. Like, before, before I met Becky and stuff like that. Like, man, like it was not good. No. Like, and and it was people like when i hear people bragging about like oh like i slept with this person i slept with this person like i honestly feel sad for them because they don't know they don't realize what it's actually spiritually doing to them yeah like they don't people don't they just they pre oh it's it's normal it's good go out have sex with many as many people as you want watch watch like they push pornography like man like it's huge like i've had to unfollow so many pages on my instagram because they just basically turn into like softcore porn stuff and it's just like what is going on yeah and that's the norm now so it's just like yeah, you get like you get ads on facebook yeah, now. like yeah it's <laughs> Facebook's supposed to be safe yeah <laughs> man it's just terrible it's just like the enemy has infiltrated everything mm-hmm. and it's just to put he puts that seed in people's minds and it's like if you're not strong-willed like you know like we are know how to nip it in the butt and, mm-hmm. and get rid of it you're gonna have a hard time because like it's out there yeah it is it's the norm and it's what they want
1: <laughs> yeah i told my my buddy last night he was talking about like uh temptation right mm. i said if you can fight temptation for three minutes it'll disappear i mean it will come back <laughs> but that's it's an actual scientific. yeah thing. yeah like let's say uh you're like oh man like i'm gonna watch porn and yeah. you're like if i sit here and i don't think about it, or if even if i fight it for three minutes i won't have the urge to do it you know what i mean like i didn't know that that's, that's anything cool. like oh i want to yeah. eat right now but i'm gonna sit there yeah I'm good now. Yeah, but then it will obviously come back. Just you know, when is yeah? You don't know. Yeah, um, but no, it's a scientific thing, and it works. I guess for some people. Yeah, I don't know about everybody. Else. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it was, it's like creating that discipline. If
0: you can like discipline yourself with anything, mm-hmm. my wife says like you're like you're so disciplined on stuff because a little bit of a topic changes. I've started smoking weed when I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. First time I ever smoked weed, I was 12. I still consume it now, but I use it for medical purposes because I got heavily, heavily convicted to stop abuse. He literally told me, he's like, don't be a slave to the weed. Mm-hmm. He told me like, 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 about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I went from smoking an ounce and a half a week all the way down to just one gram a day when I'm done work at the night just to help me go to bed. There's yeah. so no more abusing it. And my wife is like, how, like, how, like, you're so like disciplined and stuff like that. I said, because I said what I do now, like I I control like my, my eating and everything. It's just, it all works together. If you can be disciplined somehow, all that will transfer over into everything. And it's just like taking control of your mind, taking control of, of your not acting on emotion, not just giving, you know, to those thoughts that you want to do, you know, Oh, I just want to stuff my face or do this or, Mm -hmm. or indulge in this. It's, I can one say one thing that's been good about the fitness stuff for me is it's created the discipline and it's kind of transferred over to other areas of my life like that same thing like I just I if I get that urge oh I want to smoke I want to you know smoke a little joint you know and I'm not supposed to because it's not time I just like you said I just bite it off and eventually it goes away Mm -hmm. so I don't know discipline man
1: people it does you good yeah no fitness is definitely a huge thing right like in the sense of, like, being able to... And, man, like, I was never disciplined. Like,
0: uh, people look at me, they say, oh, he's on all kinds of stuff. No, I'm actually not. What changed for me was I realized that in order to to get what I want or to get the results that I want, I have to be consistent and I have to be disciplined. It's just day in, day out. And, man, like, it's helped me spiritually too because I know if I don't read my Bible every morning, Mm I am screwed. Like I will have temptation of of random stuff and just, no, I have to, every single morning I get up with her, I make my coffee and I sit and I read the Bible for at least half an hour. Mm -hmm. And that is like my grounding point. And like being disciplined in that has been huge. So like the fitness is being disciplined with that has helped transfer over into other areas of my life. And it's been it's been great, man.
1: Well, it's like it's like getting up and doing a workout, right? Yeah. But you're doing, yeah. you know, a
0: spiritual workout. Yeah, literally so there, reading that Bible is yeah. like you hitting the gym. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I won't let my man. I I cannot do anything else during the day unless I read the Word. Now I've learned I, I accidentally say like on the weekend I've like say I slept in. You mm-hmm. know, like, oh crap! Like I'm behind. Like I gotta get up doing my cardio. But the times where I skipped it, I've had a miserable day. Mm-hmm. I've had a bad weekend. It might sound stupid to some people, but man, I'm telling you, like, that's. You set yourself up in the morning, right, with a good routine, get in the word or whatever, it propels you for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. The enemy's going to have a lot harder time throw, dragging you down and throwing these st- things at you,
1: you know? It's just like, you got to be prayed up. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That is true. And I think, uh, like, there's a saying where it's like, if you're if the devil's not bothering you you're obviously in in the wrong place the yep. right place for him wrong place for the yep. the real reason um it's when you get close to christ is when he's at you oh constantly yes. right and uh yep. like noah just got back from its thing uh it's called wls it's like a worship leadership center cinema okay. or, or something like that um and it's like a, a first nation christian thing and uh while he was there obviously you're in god's house you're you know you're learning the word yeah the whole time you're there so he didn't have any temptations no you know like because he was actively worshiping and learning yeah and uh as soon as he got home he was like it was just like instant and i was like yeah it's because like your your mind's idle right and not just that like he sees that you're not protected by other people that are godly, right and uh he sees an opening and it that's all it takes man it's just that one little opening and then he can just slip in and that one little slip can lead to such a you know such an upside down oh, yeah. situation. Yep. So yeah. So I feel like being around, like you said earlier, being around more godly people obviously builds your your spiritual. It your, does. Uh, it's your sharp. Connection. You're literally sharpening iron. Yeah. Your spiritual iron. You're sharpening iron with your fellow brothers and sisters. This is true. Yeah. No, it's 100 percent true. Um, but we're at an hour and like 13 minutes. Holy crap, yeah. man! Time flew. <laughs> yeah. It wow. Do uh, you got anything you want to add? Anything? Any? I just want to say I really appreciate you
0: invited me on to come and just talk even though we're just it's not it hasn't really been all over the place it's been a very good very good conversation and i i believe it was a divine appointment and i hope that this will help somebody that listens you know that you know maybe we'll just plant that seed in there to make them want to go down and start looking into jesus for themselves you know mm-hmm. that's all we can want is you know to bring more people to christ so i know like i was nervous about coming on and i just Prayed, made sure I prayed to God just just whatever you want me to say, let it be said. Mm-hmm. Guard my mouth because I know one of my my faults is you know my sometimes I curse too much. You know we all got stuff that we're working on. It's just because I'm a very passionate person, and sometimes it comes out. Yeah. So I'm just man, like it was it was great. I, I really don't enjoyed think this. Once. I don't think so. And <laughs> honestly, know. this is probably one of the first times I've had an entire conversation this long where I've never said something really? like that yeah in
1: years. Well, that's cool so that's i appreciate it thank you oh, jesus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no he definitely he definitely helped you there right oh, great, man. and uh, i appreciate you coming on Thanks, obviously man. you know it was a good time and uh when uh when becky's feeling better we'll have to get both of on. I absolutely i feel like that would be uh
0: man she has quite quite a story and yeah. i know like that uh it will re- definitely reach some people and some f- and some female listeners and stuff as well. Like mm-hmm. it'll be great, man. Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, thank you for coming on. Um, I just want to give a shout out to uh, our sponsor, uh, Just Elicit Clothing. You can find their stuff at uh, JustElicit.com or on Instagram at justelicit. Uh Use code. I am going to butcher it. T L L P fifteen. That's what it is. I had to think. I had to think. It was a fifteen or twenty. But no, check them out, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in and watching or listening, and I guess watching some of these clips because yeah. they're more clips than anything. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, thank you again. Thank you, brother. You guys have a good night. Bye.